It's not a traffic jam. It's the Ozone. The Ozone. With Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the house, ready to go. The Ozone is brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors of Lakeland, turning scrap metal into cash. All right, Ronnie O and Coach Joe here in the Ozone. Man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. This Saturday, the Gators take on Missouri. Missouri will be in Gainesville for a 3.30 tip, and that'll be 3 p.m. pregame. Wednesday night, next week, the Gators will travel to Texas A&M College Station for a 6 p.m. tip-off, 5.30 pregame. Of course, those will be available on WONN 107.1, 12.30 a.m. So no basketball here on WLKF, but Coach Joe, a lot of stuff going on in the football world. NFL playoffs getting started. Yeah, they sure are. we got to play Texas A&M again. We just played them a couple of <laughs> Oh, quick home and home with them. There's a lot going on in the NFL playoffs, and we're, we've are we been all over it uh, and enjoying the rush to the end of the regular season immensely. Uh, it, it's interesting. They do like a 2-3-2 two, two schedule, Ronnie. There's just two games on Saturday three on Sunday, and then one on Monday night, uh, which is interesting because whoever wins that game has a short week to, to the divisional playoffs the following week. Hey, guess who's playing Monday night? <laughs> it's the Bucks. <laughs> they get a home game. Even though they're an 8-9 and nine record, they get the home game against Dallas. A very winnable game. It's actually a decent matchup. And the Bucks are the kind of team that can beat and lose to anybody, sometimes in the same night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they've really been up and down and – you know, all right, I got this question for you, and I have what I think is an answer. I want to hear what your answer is. It seems to me, all right, you got an 8-9 and nine team winning division. That's mediocrity to me. That's not parity. That's mediocrity. What What do you think? Well, it's a, they won that division, and, and you know, the, it, it's – it's not fair to teams like Dallas that have a better record but have to go on the road because uh, they, but they didn't play the exact same schedule. You know, like uh, in football, you play the teams you play, uh, and and you know, it's, uh, sometimes you get situations where it, it, people are claiming unfair, unfair, like Alabama because they didn't get into the playoff because there's only four teams. At least in the NFL, it's clearly set up. If you win your division, like we've always argued, if you win your conference in right, college football, right. you win your division, you're going to make a playoffs. And they make it so that you're seated high enough to get at least one home game. And if you don't win your division against the teams that you're competing directly against, against the teams you play the most during the season – then you have the price of not winning the division. So uh, you could make it so all the teams are seated, but then why have divisions at that point? So either either have divisions and do it this way, or make it two conferences, <laughs> you know, from from one to seven, and and just seat them that way. Then you don't have that issue. So uh, and then the Bucks wouldn't be in the playoffs at all. It, so it is what it is. I got another one for you, and I think this is pretty ridiculous. Uh, Paul Feinbaum said today that he thinks that Kirby Smart may go to the NFL <laughs> sometime in the future. Now, Kirby Smart, you know, he played at Georgia, he loves Georgia. That just doesn't seem right to me. He's a college guy to me. I mean, that doesn't mean at some point he might not decide he's done all he can do there after he wins about eight straight national championships. I, you know, I, I was coughing in jest there. I 
Nick Saban went to the NFL. Steve yeah. Spurrier went to the yeah. NFL. Urban Meyer went to the NFL. They all think they can do it. And uh, it's just it's not the same thing. And what makes him successful at Georgia is not going to work at the NFL. Now, if he thinks he's adaptable, and some coaches are, Jimmy Johnson made it work, Pete Carroll made it work. Uh, so it can be done, but it's uh, it's not a given that, oh, well, you're successful at college level, and the next step for a college coach is the NFL. It's not the same like when you're a player. You know, It's, it's a different type of job. And uh, it's like the difference between coaching offense and defense. You know, you might be a great <laughs> offensive coordinator, but can you coach defense? You know, if uh, it, it's it's different. So I, I I don't see that happening. Kirby's building an empire down up there. Oh, he is, and uh, it's uh, going to be tough to stop. If and it's he seems to understand they adapted so easily to the new way of doing things. You know, he's continuing to stock up players. And NIL came along, no problem. The Gators have been struggling to death with this NIL stuff. Uh, just uh, they've lost at least they lost one player we know of, Cormani McLean, and then Rashada. What's his last name? Rashada. Jaden Rashada. Jaden Rashada. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's rumors, internet rumors, mind you, that that he's he might be going on. We're looking into that. No need to panic at this point. But that is actually the one problem right now with the way things are done is the tampering that's going on. There's, it's regulated in the NFL very tightly, but yeah. in college it's not. So it's, it gets very chaotic. <laughs> very, a lot of it's cloak and dagger stuff going on there. No, no doubt about it. Well, this is no internet rumor. We are going to try to get with us Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad. Is he Ahmad available Black. too? Yeah. Ahmad Black that um, has a unique perspective. He played for Bill Castle, and now he coached last year with Bill Castle. And we're going to talk about Bill Castle and try to feed that Lakeland icon. You're listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Hi, I'm Chris Shivers, two-time PBR world champion, and you're listening to Ronnie in the Ozone. Ronnie O, Coach Joe in the Ozone. The Ozone brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. All right, Ronnie O and Coach Joe, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty trying to get in touch with Ahmad Black. Hopefully, How about he'll... if I shout real loud in the microphone? There right? you go. Ahmad, there you go. <laughs> he probably heard you call him Rashad. Yeah, that's right. He probably said that. Wait a minute. I'm not on tonight. It's not me. <laughs> Actually, no. Ronnie, uh, you know, Jalen Rashada. I got the name right. Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is my first show of the year, yeah. so I'm going to be getting all the mistakes out of the way early. Jaden, right? Right. Rashada. Uh, uh, we've been, I've been researching what's going on there because the rumor was that he has actually asked for his release from his national letter of intent uh, with Florida, different NIL, national letter of intent. Yeah. That's an NLI. But uh, that apparently is not true, uh, according to his dad. However, there is a problem with the NIL agreement, whatever it is. Nobody really knows all the details other than that it was, uh, quote-unquote, substantial. And uh, that has caused a problem. He has not yet enrolled in classes like he was scheduled to do this week to enroll early. That doesn't mean that he can't enroll later for in the, in the summer. But if he doesn't enroll early in the spring, it's, it's a it's a good chance that he might end up somewhere else. So there is a problem, and he has not yet enrolled in classes. The drop ad period uh, expires in a few days, and uh, tomorrow, uh, I think. Yeah, and so there's so we should know more about this by the weekend, whether or not they've lost him. 
and it's it's weird. It's a new world, Ronnie. You know these uh, NIL deals. Uh, uh, you can lose a player over them because, of, by all accounts, he likes the Gators, he likes the staff, he likes the school, and he's looking forward to coming here. But you're talking about a lot of money, and if the Gators aren't competitive in this area, they're going to lose more recruits like this, no matter who's the coach. And right now, Rashado is a very good chance of being the starting quarterback next year if they can get him on campus because they don't have a lot going on there. Uh, you know, they got the transfer from Wisconsin. Wirtz, who's, who's okay, and uh, Miller, who's okay, but uh, and we don't know if Rashada is any good or not, but uh, he probably is pretty decent, and uh, he certainly, if they get him on campus in the spring, he could develop into something special, and it's a bit, you know, it's a tough schedule next year. It's, it's amazing. The season just ended, but now we're already worried about next year. It's it's in the balance right now. It's a, it's a strange new world. We've got to get used to it. Yeah, exactly, and you know, we were talking earlier off air about Georgia and they start out with UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, then they go to Auburn. <laughs> Those UK. are the teams you beat on the way to the game, remember? Yeah. Houston said yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they go to Vanderbilt, UF in Jacksonville, Missouri, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech. I mean there's at least seven certain wins in there. That's it, it, That's are, a pretty are, weak schedule. And how do they not have to go to Texas A&M? They've never gone there. They don't play Alabama. They don't play LSU. And they don't get um, Texas A&M during the regular season. So is is the Gators and Georgia game at its normal time in November or early no, or late October? Yes. So it's about game eight or so, I guess, right? Yeah. And, and that will be the toughest uh, game on their schedule to that point. <laughs> Well, it could be. I mean, South Carolina, maybe they're, they're yeah, decent. We don't know how uh, good Auburn's going to be. Um, okay, so they play. Well, no, I, I don't know about Auburn. Yeah, well, they got Hugh Freeze now, and uh, you know, yeah. with the transfer portal, maybe they'll be better. Who knows? But, um, gosh, that's that's pretty much of an assurance that they're going to be back. I mean, they're they're that good. That was one of the things talked about last week. Is you know, some people were saying, well, they should have had Alabama in there. The, the, it was pretty clear to me the committee when they ranked the teams they did not want Ohio State Michigan playing a rematch in the first game, and so that's why they seeded the teams the way they did. And TCU deserved to be there. They beat seven ranked teams. Uh, oh no, they, they they're a terrific team. Georgia's uh, just that good. Georgia's better than everybody. And, yeah, and uh, Ohio State had the opportunity to knock them off. So Georgia even. When they're the best team, and even when you're marching towards your second straight title, there's always that moment where if you don't come through, it all goes up in smoke. And they did. And uh, no matter who they played in that championship game, I think they would have beaten pretty soundly. My personal thought going into the game was that TCU was not going to be able to outscore them, no matter what, as Georgia's offense has reached almost unstoppable level. But I thought that they'd give them a good fight because that's what they've done all season long. They refused to quit, and they didn't. They they found a way to to quit. <laughs> you know, they just they 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 accepted defeat early in the third quarter in that game, maybe even late in the second quarter, and you could tell you, you, they stopped tackling, they stopped chasing, they stopped hustling. There was no spirit left in that team, and and that's a shame that they ended that way. But Georgia's going to win that game no matter what because. Anytime they needed anything, you just throw it to Bowers. Yeah. I never saw any team all season long cover him. He can't. 
it's like he it's like they took an NFL tight end and said go play college ball for a year. <laughs> yeah, the guy's that good and he's a kid from California. You know, Georgia's their recruiting is amazing. I heard this stat of their 85 guys, 66 were four or five star recruits. TCU had 17. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, Georgia TCU is as good as any team in the country except Georgia was better than everybody else. So, um they're they're just they're 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 first and everybody else is kind of playing for second, uh, and uh, so congratulations on TCU on winning winning that winning the lower division tournament. Yeah, because <laughs> they it's it's a, which shows you just what a great uh, game Ohio State played that day, and that was mostly because C.J. Stroud played you know out of his mind and uh, certainly raised his draft stock. <laughs> He'll well, probably save Ryan Day's job. I mean, going into that game, he was only forty five and five, so. You know, clearly you can't put up with that for very long. There really were Ohio State fans wanting him fired because he lost to Michigan for the second year in a row. Yeah, well, they they should they should get, at least give him one more chance against yeah. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, especially if Harbaugh ends up. Ah, where does he rumor too lately? Yeah, Arizona, Denver. Yeah, <laughs> he's apparently he's taking calls from NFL teams again. I don't know how long would you put up with that if you're the Michigan AD. I mean, all right, he's a favorite son and he's been successful, but. How long can you put up with that? Well, I'd say about you know two or three more Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then we you know no more of that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, you look at his record and you see how much you tolerate. How many how many games did, it, did he win? How many straight playoff appearances now? Two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you give him a little more leeway. He comes in eight and four next year and doesn't doesn't uh, beat Ohio State. He better not even be, you know. <laughs> texting anybody or anything like that that's that's how much you tolerate that reminds me of bill spaceman lee the oh, uh yeah he just died didn't he? left-handed pitcher yeah. that the red sox used to have and they asked the manager one time they said um what do you think of bill lee he says he's a very funny guy when he's winning yeah and he's hilarious <laughs> yeah. through that when he threw that blooper pitch to uh I think Perez. it was Tony Perez. Yeah. That wasn't so funny. I no, think, it that one hadn't come down yet. No, I think that was still in orbit up there with Sputnik. Yeah. Well, Billy just died, didn't he? I, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought that up because uh, he was he was hilarious. He was a true lefty. No, he was. I got to meet him. Um, the Red Sox, when they used to train over in Winter Haven, they used to have, you know, one of those fantasy camps over there. And uh when I was working at Centel Cablevision, we went over there and broadcast their uh, fantasy camp. And Bill Lee was there, and Yastrzemski was there, and Louis Tiant, and some of those guys. And it was really neat to meet a lot of those guys. Oh, man, you keep, keep any of those tapes? I'd love to see some I, of that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where that. they are. There's, oh, man. I think I looked online one time, and some of the old football games, the Dreadnoughts and so forth, that we used to do were on there. Um, we were talking today uh, about Bill Castle. In his retirement, it, amazing, he won eight state titles. I mean, it's hard enough to win one in the state of Florida. The competition is so stiff. Seven of those eight teams were undefeated. The only team that lost was the first one. They lost to a really good Auburndale team. And Terrence Barber loves to talk about that. <laughs> but uh, Billy Deeds, Terrence Barber, and Hesham Ishmael were on that team in Auburndale. All ended up at the University of Florida. And um, they they probably would have won a state title. I mean, they were in different divisions, but 
they ran into Emmett Smith and <laughs> they <laughs> got beat uh, by Scambia 55, high, 28. Yeah. yeah, Pensacola yeah. Scambia Gators. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. That that was that was special. No, the, you know, in Lakeland High School, just a regular public high school, uh, and and Bill Castle did it for nearly fifty years, at a place that uh, not a private school, not a fancy magnet school, not an academy or any place like that. He just did it did it with uh, uh, just the local high school here in Lakeland. Uh, there's more of them now. There's a lot more yeah. high schools now, but but still, uh, which even dilutes the talent even more. It's spread out a bunch. And now there's all these academies and private schools that snatch up a lot of the great players, and he still keeps winning. And he, if he wanted to keep doing it, he'd probably win a few more before he was done. But at at his age, I think he's earned a nice retirement. And God oh, he has. Yeah. He's seventy seven years old. Doesn't look like it. Not at I, I all. know. <laughs> no. He and Shelley that somewhere they know where that fountain of youth is, and they're not <laughs> telling anybody because they both look young. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, man, at, at that age, you're still out there coaching and winning. I, I need, I need like a day off just after calling one of the soccer games <laughs> because the game ends around nine or ten o'clock, and I'm tired. You know, <laughs> I don't know how he has that kind of energy. <laughs> oh man, I, I tell you, when when we used to do those Centel games, Centel boy, they had state of the art television equipment back then, and this was in the uh, '80s. And I played softball with a bunch of the guys that were coaches out at Lake Gibson, and they'd take me into the locker room and they'd tell me, "All right, you know, when we're inside the twenty. Here's what we plan to do, and you know, this kind of stuff." And so, you know, I, I sounded like a genius. I'd say, "You know, they have a tendency to do this down there," and, and sure enough, they'd do it. And they they even taught me their um, their hand signals, and some of them were pretty basic, like. If the formation was eye right, they'd put their hand over their right eye. <laughs> and if it was a pistol formation, they'd hold up like a pistol. And uh, so, you know, I, I could I knew what some of the signals meant. Of course, there was indicators that meant, you know, right, the next signal's live or so forth. But it was so much fun knowing all that stuff and being able to go in the locker room with those guys. Oh, that's so cool! What yeah, Spur? I saw Spurrier do that once with his with his hand over his eye like that <laughs> when he made a play call. <laughs> Maybe that's what it meant. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, eye right formation. I've got to look for something. Well, they do things differently now. They hold up signs with weird pictures. I on know. Them. <laughs> I'd like to know what that translates to. Yeah, does it? I've watched. Is it? Is it because of where they hold their hand, or I, I don't know? It's because they hold up the same board every time. So there's got to be some kind of indicator from somebody along the line that, you know, it means... It means something, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just looking at the pictures trying to see if I recognize any any of, <laughs> any of them. <laughs> any mug shots? Yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, LPD needs to arrest that guy. <laughs> Get on the phone there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to have an interview with Roy Fuco, and he's going to be talking about Bill Castle and the great career that he had. You're listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Talk Radio 96.7 and the Ozone rocks on. Talking sports every Thursday night. The Ozone is brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors of Lakeland, turning scrap metal into cash. All right, Ronnie O and Coach Joe back in the Ozone. We're delighted to have with us former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Lakeland Dreadnought, and former Florida Gator. 
He was a national champion with the Gators and the Dreadnoughts, Mr. Ahmad Black. Now he has coached with the legendary Bill Castle. Welcome to the Ozone, Ahmad. How's it going? Man, we're going? doing Thanks fantastic. Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate it. Ahmad, you have the unique perspective of having played for and also coached with Bill Castle. What did you yeah. learn as a player about him that was different when he, you were coaching with him? Um, just as a player, man, you know, it was, it was about 15, 16 years ago. So um, he was a little bit, you know, a little bit younger. Um, but you know, he never, he never lost that intensity, that that knack to win, to um, want to go out there and compete every single time he was out there. You know, that never changed, and um, that's what I admired about him a lot is because he, he never, he never gave up. You know, he was always one to win. You know, even if it was in freaking practice. Well, you, you know, you um, you played for Urban Meyer, one of the all-time great college coaches, and you played for Bill Castle, one probably the greatest in the state of Florida for sure. Are there any similarities between the two guys? Um, just like I said, they want you to win. I mean, those guys have um, game plans that are, that are you know, like Urban used to say, infallible, which it can't fail if you if you go out and, and execute. You know what you've been coached all week. Um, you know, both of them, you know, you know, put together some great teams and, um, you know, you know, was able to put the guy together and get all the personalities to mess to one and, and become champions. Our guest tonight, Ahmad Black, the great uh, safety from the University of Florida and also from Lakeland High School. He's currently the defensive back safety coach at the Lakeland High School. That's your your words, not mine, for those of you who are Jenkins fans out there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 682-1430 to join us, 682-1430. And you can follow Ahmad at, at AhmadBlack35. Uh, of course, that was your number with the Gators. Uh, Ahmad, it's great talking to you, man, and congratulations on the state championship. Uh, what's it like to coach one of those? Oh, man, it was awesome uh, to, to be on the other side of things um, and, and, and be able to um, you know somewhat contribute to uh, a championship on the coaching side of things was 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 awesome, and, and you know my main goal um, to the guys, especially you know when I first got there, was to have something to look back on. And you talk about the similarities with Urban and and Bill Castle. One of the things that Urban, you know, would tell us is to you know look up in <laughs> up in the Raptors, and one day you're gonna you're gonna have kids, and you're gonna want to bring your kids back. Well, what are you gonna tell them, right? You want to tell them we were, we were pretty good and we won some games, or you want to point up there and show them, hey, this is what we freaking won, right? And um, you know, I, I I point up there to the guys and say, hey, you know, this is this is what I can bring my kids back up up here and, and look at. You know, you want something to bring your kids back one day and say, hey, look, dad was part of that team, and that was one that was my biggest message when I first got there. You know, everyone had crowned us champions already before we even freaking played a game, and you know, um, yeah, I would tell them, you know, we we haven't won anything, you know, but. Um, I want no credit for none of that. I mean, I, you know, I coach the guys up in, in practice and, and try to get them better and um, just have the, the best opportunity um, and the best seats in the house to see them play on Friday night and perform. You know, I'm, I'm uh, proud of that. Uh, Ronnie and I were talking a little while ago in the show about uh, recruiting in NIL. And as a defensive backs coach uh, over there at Lakeland High School, they had a couple of decent defensive backs who were probably heavily recruited, if I, if I uh, say so myself. But uh, – 
what's a high school coach's role in recruiting? What was it like when you were being heavily recruited? Uh, what was Bill Castle's role like then? What's Almont Black's role now when, when you have great players on a state champion team being recruited by the best schools in the, in the nation? And how has NIL changed all that? Um, we were in like a different scenario when we were coming up. So um, the thing about all of us is we had a, a strong family background, right? Um, and strong supporters, right, you know, in our household. So, um, you know, Coach Castle played a big role in a lot of those things. But, you know, ultimately our parents were just there, you know, throughout it all. You know, Pouncey's mom and dad, my mom and dad, Paul Wilson's mom and dad. You know, um, Randy had Pouncey's mom and dad. So, you know, we, we all kind of – and Wilson's mom. And, you know, everyone kind of like just got together and, and, and did and took care of our things. But, um, you know, the, the high school coaches is, is, is you know, vital to – um, a kid get recruited. I mean, I had a lot of coaches reaching out to me and whatnot, just asking about, you know, the main things. Everyone knows they're good at football, but what about the, the extra step, right? Do they um, take care of the things that they need to take care of? How are they in the classroom? Um, do they go to class and get to class on time? Those are the things that's most important. So, you know, if we have any sports listeners or parents out there who, who uh, you know, have kids that, that are going to go, you know, excel in sports, um, that's the part that I would also preach to my kids is, you know, how do we take it to the next level? I know you guys are good at football, but how do we take it mentally so you're prepared when you step foot on campus day one and you're not trying to catch up? We've already been practicing it, right? So I try to, you know, just let them know that, hey, we need to get to class on time. We need to get to class, you know, even early if, poss- if possible, right? And, you know, I know you want to hang out with your friends and, you know, all that good stuff, you know, but um, most importantly, you know, it's bigger than just high school, right? We're we auditioning. Um, to make ourselves prepare for the next level. You know, Ahmad, you brought up a great point about high school coaches. Um, Chris Rainey didn't have the best situation at home, and you guys kind of adopted him. And I know he lived with the Pounceys for a while, and he had a more stable situation by doing that. And what I wanted to ask you is, I don't know that high school coaches get enough credit for what you do for kids. Sometimes football is the only discipline. You might be the only positive role model, male role model specifically, that they see all day. Talk a little bit about that role that you and Bill had in um, some of the kids' lives. I mean, it, it was all of us, man. It, it, it's a plethora of, of us, you know, uh, from every position coach to, you know, even the guys behind the scenes, right, that a lot of people don't even know that, you know, prepare, you know, on a daily basis. I mean, videography guys who, you know, freaking film practice to – you know, the guys who, you know, like Keith Deloach and, you know, Steve Madden, who, who freaking, you know, get things behind the scenes done for the players. And um, it, it, it's, it's everyone, right? And, you know, again, I don't want to take credit for anything, you know. It, I think it was all of us collectively as a group um, that, that um, you know, helped us overcome the obstacle and, and win a championship, you know. Um, but we had the best freaking, the best captain of them all, you know, in Bill Castle. And, um, it, you know, it's vital. I mean, we we're constantly in the kids' ear about, you know, making sure they go to class and do the right things, right? Because ultimately, you know, again, it's bigger than just high school, right? We want to excel in life, and life doesn't stop after high school. Either you continue to play sports, or you know, you you got to go out and get a job, right? And you know, it doesn't stop. So, you know, we're just trying to prepare these kids for the next next level of life. Let me ask you this. Bill Castle won eight state championships in one of the best high school football states in the country. He won 29 district titles, 473 games 
What do you see as his greatest accomplishment on the field? Um, you know, just being able to, to again, make, make all the different personalities just come together and, and be able to, you know, go out and, you know, accomplish the goal that they set before the season eight different times. Right, really nine, you know, get you want to get there, but you know, ultimately want to win. So nine different times he's he's been able to put different personalities and go undefeated. What seven of those times? Or, yeah, seven of those times to to win the championship. How awesome is that? You know, and I think that in, alone in itself is 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 crazy. I think the most important stat of all of that is the thing about the 52 years that he's been at Lakeland High School and the different lives that he's touched and made impact on. I think that's the the part that that we we you know we take for granted. You're going to have you know a million different you know memes of Coach Castle, how many games he won, and um, how many you know championships he won, and you know all of this you know hoorah, how many games he won straight. But I think the most important part is what, the part that we forget: is how many lives he touched and how many lives he's changed. Well, he certainly leaves big shoes to fill, Ahmad, which of course leads to the obvious question. Because I know how a lot of – there's a lot of Lakeland High fans that I know, and I know they all would love to see Coach Ahmad Black <laughs> succeed Bill Castle. Uh, what what say you? Um, maybe one day. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> let me, let me, it's kind of hard to follow up on. So, I'll you know, maybe one day, you know, when the timing is right and, you know, every, if the stars line together and – you know, uh, again, you know, it's a perfect situation for my family and my wife and the kids. And it's not just about me, right? And, um, you know, I, I want to – I will have to sit down and really think about it. And, um, again, you know, that's a decision that will be big on my family and, and what how we want to move forward. Okay. Well, you answered the hard question. Let me throw you an easy one. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, you, you obviously know your football and come – and you know – Defense, defensive secondary play, obviously. And coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, the NFL Hall of Fame is going to be selecting its new inductees. And up for it are Rondi Barber and Ken Riley. Uh, how do you like their chances? Um, I, I love both of them. Um, it's, just, it's, it's a crying, crying shame and crying that they haven't been in there already. I think they're getting snubbed at the moment currently. Um, but, you know, having a I was just telling someone the other day, um, they, I was in the car. I can't remember who I was with, one of my friends. And they asked me who uh, did I – who, what did I like most about the championships or something like that, this first Super Bowl that, that Tampa got. And we were pulling up to our house, to my house that we live in, because uh, this is the house that I lived in when I you know, grew up and whatnot. And he goes, what, what's the best moment of, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm like, well, when Rondé Barber intercepted, you know, McNabb in Philly, <laughs> yeah, ran it back. I, I ran down this sidewalk right here, all the way down to the end of the road, <laughs> and I had an opportunity to play two years with him. So that's awesome, man. It's just, I got his last game uh, jersey that he ever wore. I, I don't know how he just freaking gave me that, but he signed it for me and gave it to me. So he he, he would always be, you know, considered one of my favorite teammates of all time. Wow, Ahmad, we got about one minute left. You got a funny Bill Castle story you can tell us? <laughs> um no just the main thing man i'm just gonna miss you know his his intensity out there and, and our bickering back and forth i mean even as a player i would go out and tell him 
um, he's not going to complete a pass today, and he freaking tell me I'm lying, but in different <laughs> words. And, <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, same thing as coaching. You know, I can be in the back of the field. You know, I'm, I'm behind everything, and he's on the other side behind the offense. And I tell him, you know, they won't, they won't freaking, you know, score today. And the next play, he's freaking trying to score. And then, and then watch this. And, he, and then he would score, and then, and then, you know, change the drill or something. So <laughs> it's over. After, after he scores, it's over. And then they freaking go back down there and do their plays. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, we appreciate um, you yeah. coming on tonight. I got a quick one for you you can use on your kids. I heard somebody say that this defensive back couldn't cover a twin bed with a king size quilt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny one. I oh, I like that thank one. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Ahmad, thank you so much. Thank you, Ahmad. All right. You're Alrighty. listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Hello. This is Lakeland's own front row Joe Nemechek, and you're listening to Ronnie Ocean on the Ozone. Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone. The Ozone brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. They turn scrap metal into cash. All right, speaking of cash, we're going to give away some of the legendary Clarkster's billions tonight. What? No! Yeah, yeah. I, I think we need to give some of his money away. Some away. of that no, old no, musty, no. mildewed money. No, 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 no. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, that guy, you know, we, we have to take him to his yacht after this so that he can... Or we take him to the airport, he gets on his Learjet and flies away to Tahiti. <laughs> you know, the, the man's just unbelievable. I like French Polynesia. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? So that's why we have to give away some of his money tonight. In addition, we've got a $30 gift certificate to Miller's Lakeland Ale House. And if you haven't won in the last six months, you could win tonight. And it's easy. It's always easy. We're trying to let you win. So, if you want to go out to the Ale House located at 5650 South Florida Avenue, they've got over 40 strategically located television sets. All you got to do is call 682-1430. That's 682-1430. Here's the question. Today, the Rams moved from Cleveland to another city. It's the anniversary. Which one of these teams has not been their home field? Was it A, Cleveland, B, Los Angeles, C, St. Louis, or D, Yeehaw Junction? 682-1430. That's 682-1430. Coach Jaw was out at the Ale House, watched um, Monday night, watched part of the um, championship game there, the competitive part, which was about the first three <laughs> minutes. Great place to watch football there, uh, the NFL playoffs this weekend, and uh, – Look for me there probably on Sunday for sure. Watch the <laughs> Dolphins finish their season against uh, Buffalo. And that's, uh, I don't mean to be too pessimistic, but Skyler uh, Thompson uh, has played well in his rookie season, uh, forced into action. He's a rookie out of Kansas State, surprised everybody in the preseason. And, and their backup was Teddy Bridgewater, but he's had injury issues. So they were going to rely on Skyler Thompson in a running game and maybe some defense to try to pull up off uh, a shocker. But I don't see that happening. The Bills um, are, are very good, and they're one of the top t- three teams in the conference. It really comes down to in the AFC, the Dolphins. I'm sorry, yeah, I wish the Dolphins, <laughs> the Chiefs, <laughs> the Bills, and the Bengals. Uh, I expect one of those three teams. Chargers are pretty good, but I think Jacksonville 
We haven't talked about them. They made the playoffs. They won their division. They had a 9-8 and eight record, better than the Bucks, actually. Uh, and they're hosting Saturday night the Chargers. Very interesting playoff game. The Jags are getting better and better under Coach Doug Peterson. Uh, he has a very talented team, very talented young team, playing very well. Trevor Lawrence starting to realize his potential. And um, they, they, I could, I could see them winning this game against the Chargers. Uh, that, that's going to be an interesting game, uh, especially if Lawrence is sharp, because he didn't, actually didn't play that well against Tennessee. So if he, he plays better, look out for Jacksonville on Saturday night. Give us a call, 682-1430. That's the easiest sports quiz we've ever had. The, the Rams have been in several different, different cities. Which one of these teams has not been their home field? Was it A, Cleveland, B, Los Angeles, C, St. Louis, or D, Yeehaw Junction? 682-1430. Give us a call. Hey, you know, uh, we touched on it a little bit with Ahmad uh, Rondé Barber, one of the finalists for the Hall of Fame that, that was announced. Uh, actually, they because of DeMar Hamlin's injury, they actually pushed back the timing of the announcement a couple of days out of respect for him. And, and God bless him. I understand I understand he's healing nicely, so good for him. Uh, but uh, Rondé Barber and Ken, uh, is one of the modern-day finalists. Ken Riley is a finalist in the Veterans Committee. So he his chances of being selected are much better than Rondé's in terms of uh, percentage chances, but uh, they both belong in there. So we're we're really keeping our fingers crossed. We, the announcement, I believe, is at the end of the month, right before the Super Bowl. So uh, it should be about three weeks or so. We should know for sure. And Dolphins fans, including Dr. Michael Lean, Zach Thomas is one of the finalists as well, uh, and he deserves it. He's he was really really good. Uh, on some good Dolphins teams too. Those were back in the day when they, uh, you know, they were they were good, you know, a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> um, so so uh, keep keep an ear out for that, Ronnie. That uh, we might have some good news on the Hall of Fame front uh, this this season. Well, speaking of the Dolphins, on this date in 2019, Bob Kuchenberg passed away. He was with the Dolphins from '70 to '83. He actually was a fourth round choice of the Eagles. And yeah. he, he just left camp. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he did. He played for some team called the Owls <laughs> for a year, and then the Dolphins picked him up on waivers. Yeah, he he, he decided to quit. Uh, he, he didn't like it. And, uh, you know, the Eagles at that in that era weren't, weren't much to, to like anyway. But he called home to let them know the decision. And uh, he's talking to his mother, and, and she said, hold on a second. And his mother put his brother on the phone. He's like, no, Mom, no. <laughs> <laughs> And his, his his brother lit into him about being a quitter and this and that, and so he decided he better not quit. But he had to work his way back to the NFL, and that's what playing for the Owls was. And then, uh, and then Don Shula and and their offensive line coach Monty Clark turned him into a great player who should be in the Hall of Fame and isn't. And after Ken Riley, hopefully, knock on wood, gets inducted, then that'll be our next crusade. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, um. Also, on this date in 2018, Keith Jackson passed away. He did college football. He did everything from the Olympics to college football to boxing to NBA. and Very first uh, Monday night football announcement. He did. That's right. Jets and the Browns. The Browns beat the Jets that night. Give us a call, 682-1430. We've got the easiest sports quiz in the history of sports quizzes. If you haven't won in the last six months and you're hungry and thirsty, 
We've got a $30 gift certificate to Miller's Lakeland Ale House that you can win by simply calling 682-1430. Here's what we want to know. The Rams have been in three different cities, one of them twice. So which one of these cities did not act as their host stadium? Was it Cleveland, Los Angeles, St. Louis, or Yeehaw Junction, 682-1430? You got any stories about the old Yeehaw Ram, Yeehaw Yams, actually? Yeah, the Yeehaw right. Yams. <laughs> they call them the candied yams. The candied yams. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, if you drive down, down 60 down near the turnpike, you might see the remnants of that old stadium they played in, the Yam Bowl. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we don't want the Clarkster to win this thing, so give us a call, 682-1430. I, I, I think he's suppressing the calls. Somebody must have called him by now, 682-1430. Yeah, we'll hang around for a little while, so give us a call, 682-1430. The legendary Clarkster over there, you know, he, he's diabolical in what he's doing over there. you got to watch the guy. You know, he, he told me it was time for dinner tonight, and, you know, I get ready, I go down there, and it's all gone. And he'd eaten every bit of it. He's got that steam shovel approach to eating. (laughs) That's funny stuff. Ronnie, have a great night. I'll be back in a couple weeks. All right.